Welcome to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. Thanks for listening or watching since uh, we're now doing videos on YouTube. Uh, we have all my old episodes on there, including my interview with a uh, WSU offensive lineman, uh, Liam Ryan, the one I did with the Holinskis for Holinskis Hope. Uh, and today my guest is another WSU player, uh, starting middle linebacker Justice Rogers. Um, so as many of you may or may not know, I'm a huge football fan. I love the Seahawks for NFL. I love the Cougs for college football. And I thought it'd be fun to mix it up uh, since I've been uh, doing so many music interviews lately. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to have a football player on here. Um, you know, So uh, I think there'll definitely be a lot more music interviews on the way. But if you like football, especially Cougar football, I think you'll enjoy this interview with Justice Rogers. He was actually a quarterback at Bellevue High School, and they had a lot of success there. Probably nationally known program. Uh, but he went to WSU and he switched to linebacker and he hasn't looked back since. So we'll talk about all this, his whole college career at WSU so far. And I'm still hoping they have some kind of college football season this year for the Pac-12. Um, but at least I can bring you this interview where we get to talk football. So enjoy it. All right. Well, welcome to my show, show Justice Rogers, linebacker for Washington State Cougars. Uh, football, hopefully there there is going to be a season this year. I guess we'll get to that. But uh Let's start with uh, your background. So your, your dad was actually uh, a linebacker as well, uh, a walk-on at UW. Right, yep, way back in the day, at least for me. But yeah, he was a, a walk-on at the University of Washington, so I kind of grew up with purple around the house. Oh, did he start at UW, or was he like special teams? or? No, yeah, he was uh, mostly just special teams and scout team, just, you know, just being a walk-on, especially, you know, back then. Um, it was tough. And he had, uh, he had me and my sister too, while I was in college. Oh, wow. So he has hands full. So yeah. when did you start playing football then? I started, um, tackle football as early as fourth grade, but then I did flag football before that. Okay. And so then you, you were, you were actually born in Tacoma, but you ended up going to Bellevue high school. So where did you live? Uh, did you live in Bellevue the, most of that time? Or when did you move to Bellevue? Yeah, so um, my dad, um, ever since I was born, he worked for the Seattle Fire Department. So um, we're we're from Tacoma, but growing up, he's always made that commute to Seattle, you know, uh, whenever he's working on his shift or overtime. So after uh, middle school, after eighth grade, uh, we decided to, to move closer to Seattle for his commute and then, you know, just see check out different high schools. I know I, I shadowed at Kennedy Catholic. I was looking at O'Day and Eastside Catholic in Bellevue. And then we landed at Bellevue. So then we moved up there um, a few blocks from the high school. Yeah. So Bellevue high school, for those of people who aren't from Washington or the Seattle area, I mean, I think they're actually nation nationally known as a pretty good uh, football high school, right? Right. Yeah. When I was there, um, we won what 11 at one point we won 11 out of the 13 state championships on so 13 years we won 11 state titles and my freshman year in 2012 i actually played with miles jack so i did uh he he ran track too so i ran track too with him yeah he's a linebacker he was uh, went to uw and now he's uh, then he was was he in the jaguars i can't remember UCLA actually or sorry, UCLA, and but then and then he was drafted by the Jaguars. I feel like is that right? Yeah, and he's in the NFL. He's he's still in the Jaguars. He's somewhere. I think so. Yeah, yeah I believe. So. 
Yeah, he was a crazy good at. They used to. He was a linebacker in college, but I remember them putting him at running back because he was just such a good athlete. Right. Yeah. So in high school, they, they we had him at running back, right, as well as oh. for defense. We had him at defensive end. Yeah. For just because how big he was in high school. Yeah, and, and they, yeah, and both ways. Yeah, and and you were quite a good athlete yourself. I mean, you lettered in track. You did the hurdles. You played basketball. And actually, you played uh, you played linebacker at Wazoo now, but you were the quarterback at Bellevue High. So you and you ran the wing T offense, and and you put up pretty good numbers. I'm just curious, like, what's it like being the starting quarterback for like a really good football team in high school? Like, is there any downside to that? Does anybody not like worship you besides opposing teams? Uh, I mean, the the biggest. No, I mean, there's not really, you know. <laughs> It seems so so long ago. So, <laughs> but those had to be good years, right? Yeah, those were great years. Um, <laughs> coach Butch Gontroff was he's a phenomenal coach. Um, with him, um, it was mostly you know he tried to make practices. We made practices harder than games, so we were really working, especially with the wing tee, having to stay low and and all the um, just executing that that offense is uh, is quite different to a lot of offenses. Yeah. So uh, like you said, as a senior, you guys were 11 and two and, um, you finished, uh, you know, you had the, what was it? The all King coast second team honors. You had uh, 19 touchdowns, only one interception. Um, so I'm just curious, like you were recruited as an athlete. Um, were you not looking to go somewhere, uh, like, and only be a quarterback because, you know, they said Russell Wilson was too short to be a quarterback. They said Tom Brady's too skinny. Like, did you have, you didn't have any interest in, in just, sticking to being a quarterback you were open to playing any position actually um quite the opposite so uh freshman year i was kind of playing everywhere uh grew up playing quarterback so i was playing safety and quarterback freshman year and then sophomore year i was started at outside linebacker for bellevue and now still playing uh quarterback too oh. um, we had a senior in the quarterback position so towards the season i started getting more and more reps as I was developing. And then after he left, uh, coach, uh, coach Butch kind of sat down with me and said, Hey, you know, um, what, what do you want to do? We can keep you at quarterback. And, uh, so you can really work on pursuing that at the next level or, uh, kind of put you everywhere, uh, where it's needed. And I said, Hey, I, I want to pursue this quarterback thing. So that's what I did. So I came to Washington state as a quarterback. So I did a spring ball cause I graduated early. I did spring right. ball and summer workouts as a quarterback when I first got there. Yeah. So you were recruited, you were talking to UW, Stanford, ASU, UCLA, some other schools. Um, what made you decide on WSU? Just, um, so they, they offered me after my sophomore season in high school and just, uh, just how at first, like, you know, like I said, my dad, I was, I grew up being a Husky. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my dad did a really good job of, allowing me to just uh, do the recruiting process on my own with no biases and uh, just choosing what what fits best for me. So with Washington State, um, they just kept uh, showing me, pretty much like showing me love, just, you know, messaging me, showing, you know, they really want me, they care about me, and they really see me, in, you know, in their program, not just as an athlete, but as a person too and, and those intangibles. So, so at the end of the day um, – I ended up uh, sitting on it for a year or two. I didn't commit. I didn't commit to them till my senior year, till okay. before our senior season. So then I finally pulled the trigger 
when I felt like everything was just falling into place. Was it the assistant that uh, assistant coach recruiting you or was it the head coach? Uh, Mike would have been Mike Leach at the time, which who'd you talk to the most? Or did you talk to a little bit of everybody? So I talked the most to coach me, me, the special teams coach that was here. Okay. Um, he he's at, is he at Oregon now? now or where is he now? No, he's, he went with Leach. He went with Leach. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, uh, sophomore year, um, before Coach Mealy was there, uh, Eric Russell was recruiting me at the time. Hmm. But then Eric Russell left, and Coach Mealy came in as a special teams coach. And then he uh, he took that job and did a great job So because I'm here now. Yeah, no, yeah. So do they have to, like, is it kind of, I mean, the, these other coaches are kind of trying to, to, it's basically like a sales thing, right? They're trying to sell you on their program and it's kind of, comp- it's pretty competitive. I mean, you were talking to all these other schools, right? But how many other offer offers did you get? I actually, that was my only offer. Really? Um, yeah. So what happened was um, they'd ask me, Hey, would you be willing to, are you, are you focused on quarterback right now? Or would you be willing to uh. um, open up your recruiting to play defense or certain other positions? And, and I, at the time, I was just, uh, I was just solely focused on I wanted to play quarterback. And so, at least Leach was open to the possibility of you being able to do that at Wazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yet, like you said, you you enrolled in January 2016. You graduated early. Did you have to take like extra classes to do that, or is, does is Bellevue High set up for you guys to to graduate early if you just pass everything? Yeah. So what I did was. Um, I went to Bellevue College and did the Running Start program. Oh, okay. So kind of the opposite. Um, I took less classes, but got oh, more credit. Nice. Technically, college courses, which was nice. Yeah, that's really cool. So then you got to Wazoo, and you, you said you got to play a little bit of quarterback, and then you end up playing linebacker. So what are the similarities and the differences uh, between playing quarterback and linebacker? I mean, like, because don't with a quarterback you have to work on your footwork. There's like certain like a three step drop and those kinds of things that you got to do. Um, and linebacker, I'm assuming there's different, different kind of footwork you're doing, right? Right. Um, more so, more so reaction, I would say, than anticipation because everything's timing with the quarterback, uh, timing on routes and, and those sort of things. But there's a, a footwork aspect, just like playing quarterback at a linebacker, but it's just different kind of footwork and, uh, and more, more of a reaction because the defense has to react to what the offense does. Did that help you? Like as a quarterback, you had to read the defenses and stuff. Does that help you as a linebacker with the the mental aspect, like knowing, okay, the, you know, this player is going to line up over here and you're kind of seeing what the offense is doing because you've been behind center before. Definitely. Definitely. And being, uh, being right in the middle as a middle linebacker, uh, they kind of, they call it a lot of the times a quarterback of the defense. You got to know what everyone's doing in front of you and behind you, just like a quarterback. You got to know where all the pieces are, are going. Yeah. So that, that first year, 2016, um, I mean, you actually, like you said, you showed up in January, so you were there for a whole semester and you're doing all the spring ball and all that. But then the 2016 season, you don't get to see the field. You have to red shirt. I'm always curious with that because I think it is probably smarter for people to get all the practice in before they go into the game. But is that frustrating to go from the starting quarterback in high school and you had all these accolades and then you just don't get to see the field? Like how do you stay patient, especially as such a young person? I mean, when I was 18, I, I mean, I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't wait for anything. So you waited a whole year and a half to be able to see the field. Was that frustrating? Yeah, it was tough. Um, I can probably speak for most red shirts coming in or people that red shirt. Um, we all want to play. We're not used to just sitting out a whole year, not playing in games and just practicing and just the thought of that. But uh, yeah, I was really trying to get on that bus 
Um, I was this close to being, you know, on the bus for special teams, you know, oh. whether it was, you know, second string on certain positions on kickoff or whatever. I just wanted to travel, get the gear. Yeah. It. But, uh, but they, they are the co- my coaches ended up, you know, uh, making the decision to redshirt me just because, you know, they told me, yeah, you just, um, we just see too much potential on you to, to burn a redshirt right now. So, right. And at the same time, you know, I'm not the only one, you know, there's no, they only, they, tra- they only travel with 60 something players and we have like a hundred plus mm-hmm. players. So, so you're, you're not doing it alone. So that, that kind of helps. So during that red shirt year, um, did you play, did they try you at other positions? Like what made them decide to put you at linebacker? Did they try you at safety or uh cornerback or running back or anything else? Right. So, so like I said, I was playing, I did, I was quarterback spring ball, summer workouts. And then by the second fall camp practice in Lewiston, Leach sat me down and uh, just talked to me and pretty much said, Hey, um, you know, uh, you get on the field faster, playing other positions and, and just my, with my abilities. So then I decided to make the decision on my own at the end of the day to, to switch to defense. And then um, they put me at rush we don't have rushes anymore. Well, yeah, they put me at rush. So like a, what stand up DN. Okay. Um, they started me out there with coach Roy Manning, who was here and then I was making noise. And then they put me at nickel towards the end of the season, switching me. And then after, after um, that red shirt season, they ended up switching me to middle linebacker. And then I've been there ever since. Okay. Yeah. Cause that first red shirt year or the, 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 um, your redshirt freshman year, we actually played in 2017. Uh, you you appeared in all 13 games. You made four starts. You had 47 tackles, three sacks. You were named to the uh, Pac-12 All-Freshman uh, second team. Um, there's a couple games I want to ask you about. Uh, first off, the Boise State game. Uh, triple OT with uh, Tyler Holinsky getting the win. Do you remember that game? Like, what was going through your guys' head during that game. Cause I, I think I was watching at a bar and I think we, we, I'll watch the rest of this at home. I don't think it's going to turn out well. And then I turn on the car and you know, uh, Peyton Pallor uh, picked up a fumble. I can't remember. It was a fumble interception, ran it back for a touchdown. And then you guys like somehow you came back to win it. Was that? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a crazy game. Yeah. That was a, uh, that was 2017, right? Uh, yeah. 2017 year. Yeah. Well, it was like the third game of the season. I mean, did you think when we played there in 2017, we played them at home? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think that you guys, was there ever a thought of like, okay, this game's over, we lost? Or was there like, okay, how are we going to get back from this? Because, I mean, it was just insane. It was one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen. Yeah. The biggest thing is just, um, yeah, I remember remember that game. I was on the sideline most of the time. But uh, just having having hope, um, just keep pushing, not give up you know, and whatever happened, you know, I think, uh, remembering that night, uh, our sideline did a really good job of just keeping, keeping everybody motivated. Like if you're not, you know, just doing our best to contribute, you know, whether we're on the field or not, because we're all in it together. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and then what, here's another good, this was a fun one. Uh, when you guys were number 16 and you played, uh, number five USC that year, do you remember that game? Like what was your mindset going in? Cause that was a big win for you guys that year. And then I remember after the game, Mike Leach said it was like Woodstock, except everyone had their clothes on. I mean, that's like a famous quote. Uh, do you remember that game? Like going in, like, did you, were you guys like, we can, we can beat these guys or what was the mindset there? Oh yeah. No, we had a game plan, especially that week. I was in a, I was actually in the, 
in the in their our third down package at the time. I forget. I forget. I think uh, some more linebackers were banged up, so I, I hopped in. So that's when I really started playing that season. That was after that game. But I ended up making a really big third down play because um, it was third and long. I think it was third and maybe like fourteen plus. So we're assuming they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna chuck the ball. And then um, I was like, I think we were playing man at the time, or I, I was manned up on the back. And then they decided to run it, and then I ended up chasing it down and making the tackle, and they ended up putting. That was actually like, yeah, I, I remember that one. That's awesome. Just so does Leach? Just because I felt how big I contributed, just yeah. In for the first time that was, yeah and every play counted in that game it was close did leach give you guys like a pep talk like hey we can beat these guys or what does he do before games because he seems kind of uh almost like like kind of like an introvert like i don't see i don't know does he give like the pep talks and stuff yeah when we're in the locker room uh he uh he just usually what he does is he he gives us uh a talk and then when he when he starts raising his voice, we know okay, we're getting serious. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so I saw one video of him at like Texas Tech, and he was just swearing at the players and stuff. And I'm going, oh man, like, you know, some people might not think this is so PC right now, but that's just like his style. So I think if if you go to Wazoo or now, I guess we're he's at Mississippi State, and he's your coach, like you kind of accept that part of him that he's going to swear at you sometimes, he's going to yell, and that's just kind of the price you pay for success because he does bring success, right? Right, right. Yep, exactly. So yeah, you know, um, it's more about not necessarily how he says it, but, um, but, but the, but what he says. Yeah. So you gotta really like, you know, you can't, you gotta have, uh, how, how do you put it? You can't, you know, just say, Oh, he's saying it to me like this. I should be mad or I should feel some type of way. Not take it personal. Yeah. Listen to what he's actually saying, you know, not how he's saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, right. <laughs> so then the 2018 season, this season will always go down as Minshew mania. I mean, this was a crazy year. Uh, you, you, you appeared in all 13 games. I think was Pelour was back that year, huh? He got a yeah, six year. Back. So you didn't get mm-hmm. to start, even though you had had, you'd played well in his absence. Um, but he took a starting job back. So what did you think of all the Minshew and the mustache stuff? Like, do you have any good memories of Minshew? Cause like, it seems like every, every time he's posting something on social media, it's just all this stuff's going viral. Like, I don't know if you saw the other day, he did some karaoke to Celine Dion or lip sync to Celine Dion. Like, is he just always doing funny shit like that? Or yeah, he was always doing that. It was funny. Um, when he first came in the summer, um, I thought he was a safety or something just because of how athletic he was in the really? strength and conditioning. Yeah. I didn't know who he was at all, but, but he just looked, um, like I said, he just looked like he, he played like quarterback was the last thing I would have thought he was. Wow. Just because of how, just how hard he worked in his workouts and everything. Just as you run fast too. Yeah, he has, he has speed. Yeah, yes, but no, he was, he was, uh, yeah, he was just working hard. I was just admiring just how hard he worked, just the the second he stepped foot on for our first workout. And what did you think when you first saw the mustache? Like, was that something you guys put him up to, or why did he do that? I thought he kind of did that as a joke, and then it, it just he kept it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he just kept it. I know uh, I ended up growing my hair out uh, last year, but it's just one of those things when you're in college. We don't really ask questions. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, like I said, I myself tried a few different hairstyles myself. So 
Yeah, I I had Liam Ryan on. He had the mullet. I think did he finally cut that mullet? Because that was awesome. Ooh, oh man! I thought I saw him I cut it. So. I don't think so. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so then, yeah, so then 2000, that was Minshew Mania. Then 2019, last year, that was your redshirt junior year. You started all 13 games at the Mike linebacker. Um, you had a couple sacks, some fumbles. Uh, let's talk about the, I know you probably don't want to talk about this, but the UCLA game. Oh man, I was watching that game. Such a huge lead. What happened there? What was, what's your take on that game? That had to put a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, no, that was, that was tough to swallow. Um, we just um, – just at, at least I can speak for our defense. We just just made, made, made just simple mental errors that we shouldn't have. I think, I think even though we lost, we really we, – we learned a lot from that game. So, Yeah, because you bounced back and then you ended up getting the, the bowl game at the end. I actually went to that bowl game because it was here in Arizona. Um, but that was another one where it was like, oh, man, it was so close – did that and that's the last game that you guys have played. Did that that must have put a sour taste in your mouth as well. Like you want to get back out there and re, and redeem yourself from that game, right? Yeah, that yeah, that one was tough too. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about that, but uh, I mean, it was still fun being out there. Yeah, know, in a bowl game, you know, being in that atmosphere. Yeah. So then after that season, uh, Leach obviously he leaves from Mississippi State. Now you guys get Coach uh, Nick Rolovich from Hawaii. Uh, what's your first impression of him as the coach? Oh, he's fantastic. No, he's um, he's really in, involved with – I like how involved he is just with – not just with our team, with other teams and at WSU and other programs and just uh, just other things in the community. I think he does a really good job in, in uh, just uh, putting himself out there and just letting everybody know, hey, like he cares about everything that, that's going on. Yeah, I I saw like his social media. He was saying uh, right when the lockdowns and stuff first happened, he was buying all these pizzas at the local pizza place and said, hey, I just bought 20 pizzas. First 20 people that show up, get a free pizza, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know um, I think he he bought a a, like a whole bunch of Girl Scout cookies when it was um, during during the pandemic, too. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It seems like he's really interested in in trying to do all these good things for the community in addition. But also, like, he kind of has – I heard he has, like, some eccentric, uh, eccentricities like like Leech. Like, he dressed up in costumes and stuff ahead of Y. Have you guys seen any of that yet? Or he hasn't kind of brought us wild side yet, has he? Yeah, not yet. Just for just the bucket hat for the most part. Um, the what? Just uh, his, his bucket hat that he always Oh, wears. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? A bucket hat? I never. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's not. It's like, it's longer than a bucket hat outwards. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I think it's a bucket hat. That's like his trademark for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you guys have a pretty good running back. Uh, for those that don't follow the team, I think people will know this name, Max Borgie. Like, I just think he's like so sick. Uh, what is it like going up? You have to go up against him in practice, right? Yeah. No. It's it's fun. No. It's fun. Uh, it's fun going up against him. Uh, we kind of just have a just a rivalry, just linebackers and running backs because they always got to block us, or you know they we always see each other a lot during practice, whether um, we're trying to tackle them or they're trying to block us. So it's, it's just a fun little rivalry. Does he make you better? Because I mean, I feel like he's so shifty, and uh, I mean, he's got to keep you on your toes, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, no, that um, it's a good rivalry. Yeah, he he really gets 
everybody better on the defense. Just uh, just working on uh, tackling somebody like him, just because he's he's very elusive. Who else stands out on the offense? Like which? Because I know a couple receivers have left. So who, which receivers are looking really good in practice? Yeah, it's been. It seems like forever since we've been together, to be honest. Because even when we were doing uh, some OTA format stuff, the defense would we would be on our own. Okay. And the offense would come in the next session. So I, I would have to, I gotta think back. So you guys are not practicing right now, then? No, actually, um, we're gonna. From what I know, of uh, we're gonna practice Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. And then see next week just um, how everything is going and what we can do moving forward. So what are but you're uh, you're there at Wazoo now? Are you guys just doing workouts and stuff like going to the gym and stuff like that? No, I'm actually uh, back home. Uh, oh, to spend time with family. Yeah, I've been I've been in Pullman since June 16th. So um, so I decided to come back uh, the 29th, August 29th, so a little over a week ago. Okay, spend time with friends and family before I go back. Okay, so but this week you're going back to and practices will start. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you hopeful that there'll be a season this year? Because I know they canceled it, but then they're saying, "Well, they might come back in the winter or maybe the spring." Or what do you think? I have no idea. They've been, <laughs> they've been just, uh, just it's it's all up in the air. You know, it's it's just a, uh, it's just like just. You don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, they've been talking about spring. Our co- Coach Roll has been talking about us about, like, uh, a spring season starting January. Um, and that sounds promising. Um, but like I said, I don't know. What is the uh, uh, mentality with the, in the locker room or, or with your teammates, I guess not technically in the locker room? I mean, do most people want to play or some people kind of scared about um, getting coronavirus or, like, is it kind of a mix or – yeah, we want to play. Uh, yeah, I especially want to play, especially if um, they've already said whatever form of a season we have won't count towards our eligibility and I'd still be able to play next year, oh. which is nice. Um, but my thing is, like, I don't want it to be a situ. It would suck to be have it be a situation in which, like, we start playing somebody on our team, test positive or whatever, or a few people, however many, they got to sit out for at least two games. And then the other team has to do the same thing. Like I'm the type of uh, player that wants us to be at our best and our opponent to be at their best. Yeah. You want it to be competitive for sure. Right. Exactly. So, so that's what I think of whenever um, they think about, you know, starting a season, you know, uh, soon. So but other than that, I want to play football. Yeah. So if they, either if they do have a season or if they don't have a season, uh, you could potentially come back next year. And would you decide to do that? Or would you potentially uh, try to graduate and go out for the draft? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'll play. Yeah, You'll play at Wazoo next year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But eventually you do want to go for the NFL then I'm assuming. Yeah, no, that, that would be, that's a dream of mine. The biggest thing um, uh, for me, I just need a, I just need to put more film out there for scouts. Um, so I just want to just focus on keep my head down and grinding and just getting better. Did you ever, did you, I know some of the people at your school transferred and they went to other schools that were, that are playing, uh, this season. Did you ever think of that? Did you think about consider transferring to another school? Oh, not at all. Okay. Um, so what's that? Woman's my home. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so if there is a 2020 season, 
Um, is this the year that the Cougs finally win the Apple Cup? Like, what is your theory on why you guys struggle so much against UW? Like, because I feel like some of the matchups on paper, I'm going, oh, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be really close. And then it always ends up lopsided. Like, what is the mentality going into Apple Cup? Because it seems like Leach always says, like, oh, it's just another game. Like, do you think that mentality hurts you guys? Well, you know, I, I see what he means by it's just another game. But at the same time, like, you know, it's the Apple Cup. So every, every, he says that to kind of yeah. calm everyone down because he knows everybody's amped up to play. But uh, but Rolo seems to have an opposite mentality. He's got a countdown going and all this stuff. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, and you're from the state. So uh, that's the other theory is that they say that there's not there's so many people that are from other states. They don't really see the rivalry um, they don't, they haven't, they didn't grow up with it. Like you grew up with Apple cup, you know how big of a deal it is, but if you're from, uh, you know, Florida, you probably don't really understand the rivalry. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. Um, cause I know a lot of people there, like one of my best friends, he went to Bellevue too. Um, he's, he plays, he's at UW, he plays DB at UW and it's just uh and i know a lot of people there and whenever we play them you know all my family watches they want to they want to come watch the game whenever we're in seattle so does your dad yeah. root for you or you do <laughs> oh he, he roots for me oh that's good yeah he was actually um so he's a he's a paramedic so he actually worked the apple cup last season when we played there he was on the field oh yeah. that's super cool wow so um, you said that you'll come back next year, but um, what do you think you, you can do to get ready for the, the NFL draft? I guess it would be 2022 for you. Like at what point do you guys, are you guys allowed to hire an agent and all that? How does that stuff work? Cause isn't there like, you can't talk to an agent till a certain point or something or. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, I either, I haven't talked to my coaches about that or my coach hasn't been uh, talking to me about that yet. Yeah. But, uh, no, but I like what you said about um, earlier. We were talking about special teams. I feel like that's how you're going to make it if you wanted to go in the NFL. Um, that's how a lot of those guys stick on the rosters is they're able to play special teams. Do you? Do you I forget. Do you play special teams at, at Wazoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I did a kickoff return. Um, I was starting on kickoff return, uh, punt, and uh, I did a lot of punt return too. Okay. So you do do that. Yeah. Cause that's, that's definitely a skill to have. That's very valuable for NFL. So thinking later down the line, but that's cool though. I didn't even know that you're going to get another season. So you, you got some time to, to figure all that stuff out. So that's awesome. Um, another question. Uh, I don't know. What are the rules with, uh, with, co- with college football players and fantasy football? Are you guys allowed to, to play fantasy football or is that considered gambling? I think, yeah, not for money. Oh, okay. You could play for fun. I think just for fun. Do you guys do that? Uh, I don't usually, I've never really gotten into it just because when we're, whenever we're in season, I'm just so focused on uh, myself playing that I don't really take the time out to watch uh, the NFL teams as much. Did you grow up as a Seahawks fan though? or? Yeah, especially when Russell Wilson got there. Right. Isn't he amazing to watch? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for taking this time. I always end with a, a charity. Did you, I asked you to think of a charity. Um, I know Holinsky's hope is uh that's always one that I've promoted before. Or did you have another one that's near and dear to your heart? 
Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I was going to uh, choose this one sea salt too, especially right now with this pandemic. There's a lot of um, just people just sitting around and uh, uh, not doing as much. And that could lead to a lot of stress and depression, some some mental health issues. So I think that's really important, especially now. Yeah. How are, how are you guys doing with all this? Like uh, the teammate, your teammates, your friends and family, is everybody doing okay? Like, yeah, yeah, we're doing, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Um, our, we have our counselors uh, pop in, probably call us up once a month, check in on us too, which is really great too. Just seeing how we're doing. Oh, and that's awesome. Able to talk about whatever we, we want or what's on our mind. That's great. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I hope there is a season, but if not, I'll definitely watch you guys next year. Um, other than that, uh, go Cougs. Go Cougs. Thanks, okay. Jeff. Appreciate it. Thanks, Justice. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Thank you, Justice Rogers, linebacker for Washington State. I'm going to be rooting for him and rooting for a season for the Pac-12 in Washington State. Uh, thank you all for listening or uh, watching. You can see my ugly face if you're on YouTube. Make sure to check out some of my other episodes and follow me on social media uh, or subscribe for future episodes. Uh, Make sure to follow Justice Rogers on Instagram for his updates. And you can learn more about Holinsky's Hope and all the great work they do uh, with mental health, either by clicking the link in the notes to the show, or you can listen to the old episode that I did with Holinsky's Hope and find out all about that stuff. It's episode number 42, I believe. Uh, If you enjoy listening to the show, and you made it this far, I'd love for you to write me a review on iTunes. Let me know what you think. Uh, Until next time, have a great day or night, and remember to shoot for the moon.